Hello and welcome back. This is, yeah, we said it, the mid-event show. <laughs> we are into the fourth round at Roland Garros and somehow, even with Roland Garros' scheduling, everyone has made it, miracle of miracles, into the fourth round on time. Uh, how are we feeling today, Donnell? I'm doing pretty good, ready to, ready to break this down. All right, first things first, this is sort of unrelated. So on the last show, I made a claim saying that Jules Muller had made the semifinals of Roland Garros. And we went on a, uh, a fact search and you said that I was 100% wrong, which I was. <laughs> but I didn't make it up completely. I just got my, my, my flops mixed up a little bit. So I went and looked and I actually met Jurgen Meltzer in 2010. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, just Muller, Meltzer, whatever. I got it, I got it mixed up. But Jurgen Meltzer made the semifinals at Roland Garros in 2010. He lost to Rafa once he got there. Um, I forgot all about that. Yeah. I, I, I knew it was somebody with an M, but I forgot which M. I mean, Meltzer's been retired for a few years now, so. Oh, well. But I just had to clear that up because I'm not completely uh, crazy. I think, I'm pretty sure Meltzer's still playing. Is he really? I think so. Let I me thought he was retired. I could have sworn. Oh, yeah. This week he's playing uh, the Ser Serbaton Trophy, whatever that is. I guess it's a challenge or something. Whoops. Well, there goes another claim I made. Sorry, Jurgen, you're not retired yet. Didn't mean to retire you. My bad. Current ranking, 1,234. The bitch is retired then. Well, what? <laughs> Whoa. I mean, my goodness. That's my ranking, too. <laughs> uh, okay. So, a little bit of news to get out of the way first. This was Yulian Benito's last Roland Garros. He lost to Juan Martin Del Potro who has also, um, he's kind of a career ender. He's like the, you know, he's coming out here and, and ending everybody's career. I guess, I don't know. I don't think he means to, but he's doing it. We know that he ended Andy Roddick's career about six years ago at the U.S. Open. Um, I personally wanted Andy to go out to like, well, I actually didn't want him to leave at all, but if he was going to leave, it was going to be to like, Rafa or somebody, but you know, Delpo was, I guess, still acceptable. I guess um, I wanted Andy to win that title so bad. I mean, that was never happening, but I know, <laughs> yeah. Um, he also ended Marat Safin's career. I don't remember mm -hmm. that, but yeah, that's what everybody's saying. He also beat Nicholas Mahu this week, who said that this was his last Rolling Garros as well. So, uh, just well, ending careers, yeah. Uh, a lot of these dudes getting up out of here. I don't. I was surprised about Mahu. I I don't know if he's like been fighting injuries or what. I know he and uh, Airbert were like killing on the doubles tour the last couple of years, and then this year they haven't really been playing. At least that I've seen. So I don't know. Um, I want to well, talk. Getting up there in age though. Yeah, he's in his fifties. No, thirties somewhere. <laughs> um. I feel like he's been around a long time, you know. Um, I want to talk about foot and mouth disease and who had it this week. Um, I mean, we have 
Christina Pliskova, who, you know, I mean, she was badly misquoted, but also she shouldn't have said anything. She shouldn't have taken the bait on it when right. when they asked her that question. So she could be misquoted, um, you know, saying it didn't work in regards to Serena's cat suit 2.0, which, you know, we thought she was saying, oh, the cat suit didn't work, but she was saying actually that it never would have worked for her because she can't pull it off, which is really what she was saying. But I mean, you know, oh, well, she shouldn't have taken the bait. It's not our fault. Um, and then you got Rodianova. I'm not even going to, I don't remember which one of them it was. It was running Rodianova bitches. I don't know. Uh, there's a few of them. But uh, she got on Twitter wanting to question the rules. Bitch, you know the rules, okay? Like, you should know the rules. You you have been a player for I don't even know how many years. You should know the rules. Like, exactly. why are you getting on Twitter questioning the rules and then trying to, like, play it off as like, oh, I just wanted to know what the rule was or if the rule had changed. No, bitch, we know what you're doing. We know what you're saying. And she deserved every bit of the dragging that she got. Um, I heard that she was seeing buying out a local wig shop the next day. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that could have been just rumors. But she deserved everything that she got because that was super shady and she, we're not going to let that fly. Straight up. Just keep your mouth shut. Like, I don't understand why she felt the need to go on and on about it. It was, it was mind-boggling. For I her. mean, like, obviously, if Serena is out physically on the court for the match with the cat suit on, then it's within the rules. Duh. Exactly. Like, what they think she just? decided to throw something on and run out there no, with no kind of approval or nothing like that. I mean, and it's just like, and then like her whole entire body is covered. It's not like she got shit peeking out or something. Like everything is literally covered from her neck to her ankles. I do, I, I like how do you have a problem with somebody's whole entire body being covered? Exactly. Like Her whole argument is like only supposed to, it's only supposed to be like halfway down your leg or some shit like that. Like so like you get she's supposed to be in trouble for not showing skin like that doesn't make any sense they just they're just reaching for anything because they they're hating and they could never um let's see well i guess that's all i have for the little bit of news to catch up everything else is about what's going on at rolling girls this week um which you know some players didn't make it there like rodianova so they got to get on Twitter and talk about stupid shit. Um, week one at RG, the first round, there weren't a ton of surprises in the first round. There were a few. Um, Venus going out to Wang, not a huge surprise, but I mean, still disappointment mostly. Um, Joe Conta out to Putin Saver, who is still, oh, in yeah, the, still in the tournament. Yeah. Um, I was surprised Pink. about Conta, though. She. She's yeah. never won a match here before, so... Yeah, she's not great on clay, so... Um, Ostapenko, the defending champion, out to Kozlova in straight sets. Um, I personally don't make a lot of that loss. I mean, I know she was defending champion and stuff to see a defending champion go out first round, but uh, Sis is still a teenager, so she 
you know, she has a lot of growing to do before she really gets there. We've seen the game when it's at its best, but, you know, it's hard to replicate that another year. Yeah. Um, Azarenka out first round to Sinekova. I That was a surprise for me. I didn't see right, that one coming too. at all. Um, but girl outplayed her, so I don't know what else to say. Um, Kiki Ludinovich out to Peko. Uh, Ludinovich's ranking, I read, was about to fall outside of the top 50, right? Because she was defending quarterfinal points. Yeah, I think she's about to take a bit of a tumble. I can't remember exactly where, but. I thought I read top 50. I could have been wrong, but. I mean, either way, it's still not great. Yeah, she she really needs to defend those points. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure she doesn't have much much to defend going forward in a year. Because I think after that, after the clay last year, I think she kind of started to take a nosedive, and the, her clay points are were kept her, you know, where she where she is. But we'll see. Um, Vavrinka out to Garcia Lopez. Uh, we, we talked quite a bit about Vavrinka last episode and we were right clearly. Um, and his ranking is about to fall out. I think I read the top 300. I think it's top 250. Yeah. He had like this, these were his points cause he had yeah, basically had. all yeah. he had. And I, I mean, I guess, man, I guess I, I didn't, I hadn't, re- but going into this tournament, I hadn't realized that this is basically all he had left on his ranking. So yeah. I guess that's why he wanted to try to defend at least right. some of it so he could, you know, not take such a huge tumble, but he probably shouldn't have been out there. No. He's got to take a page out of some of the other guys' book, you know, like, just don't come back until you, you're you absolutely ready because some of the right. other players have shown him that and he's not not doing it. Um, Jack Sock out to Jurgen Zop. I don't know who the fuck... Jurgen Zop is, um, but he won a few rounds. I think he just lost like yesterday. So yeah. wow, at that I have I had never seen that name before, but you know he took advantage. <laughs> Sock has been playing like absolute garbage all year, so he said I might as well get this first round and get this check, try to get into you know second or third round, which he did. So. Um. We had a lot of lucky losers in the in the draw this year. There were, and I was I heard something about like what did they say? It was something to the effect of um, like if somebody had to pull out first round or something, they split their prize money. I don't know. It was something like that. that they were yeah, I remember that rule. I can't remember specifically yeah. exactly what it was either, but. So it was like it. I mean, it's beneficial to the draw because then, like, a lucky loser or somebody else comes into the tournament, and then that way, like, you don't have a match that went unplayed or something like that, and somebody just gets a walk a walkover. Like somebody actually gets put in that spot after the player withdraws. I wasn't aware of that before this tournament, but I heard. I don't know. Somebody said it. Courier or somebody said it the other day, and I was like, oh, okay, that's. That's nice, because especially on the men's side, we tend to see a lot more of those walkovers and withdrawals, and then it's just like, you know, like a couple of years ago when Novak played like three sets to get to the U.S. Open final. So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of retirements and stuff too, and I think that was part of the rule too. Like if you if you come to if you 
play the first round or whatever, and you retire in that match, that first round match, then I think there's they would be like subject to a fine. Yeah, because they obviously weren't you know ready to play here. Right. I mean that's fair. You shouldn't have brought your ass if you weren't ready. Right. Um. Second round, second round, we had Query out to Simone, which I mean, if both of them could have lost, I would have been all right with it. Um, Nisha Corey beating Pear 6-3 in the fifth, so he cut it kind of close there. Burdage out to Shardy. Um, Zverev surviving Leovich. That was a key match right there. Like For the second round especially, that was a big one. So good on Sasha for being able to come through. Yeah, but then I, the same thing happened with his third round, too. Yeah, he keeps going five. To, He's going to have to stop to that. To brink there. Yeah, he, he definitely got to clean it up. I, but I think these the two back-to-back five, you know, back-to-back five setters, I think this could be good for him, like, in the confidence run and stuff like that. He just, I think he really needs to win this fourth round, though. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's going to be tough, though. I'd agree. Um, Dimitrov over Jared Donaldson, 10-8 in the fifth, which hurt him in the long run. Uh, Shapo was out to Martyr, which a lot of people were talking about, like Shapo, Rafa, fourth round, but that didn't materialize. Yeah, I really thought he was a shoe in for the fourth round. I didn't see him losing to any of them. I'm like, who, who is this Martyr dude? Then? No and idea. Then, like, if he would have made it through Martyr, he would have been playing a lucky loser in the third round. I, I really thought he was a shoe in for that fourth round, but. I watched. I, know, just... I watched some of that match that he lost, and it was like I, you know, you always want to see a player, especially a young player, like really going for it and playing on their own terms. But I kind of felt like if he had just stepped back and tried to make a few balls, then it would have gone differently. But he was, I mean, he was just really, he really wanted to play on his terms and go out on his own terms if he want if he was gonna lose. And I mean, that's kind of what he did. He just made a bunch of errors at the end. So um, that's cool, though. He's a fresh nineteen year old. He's seated at the slams already. Yeah, I mean, he's he'll, he'll get there. He got, his upside he got is time. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vandaway out to Serenko, uh, and then Pavlion Chekova out to Stozer. Those were all second rounds. Um, third round, which was the last couple of days, Dimitrov out to Verdasco in straights. I mean, there you go. I don't, I've, I've said enough about Grigor at this point where I'm just like, yeah, that's exactly what. It's supposed to happen. Right. I'm not even surprised. Yeah. Um, of course, we talked about Zvitalina going out to Buzarnescu in straights. Um, yeah. Whoever Zvitalina. she is. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to talk a little bit more about her when we get to the fourth round matchups. Um, but, like, wow, still, because uh, Zvitalina just won Rome. So, like, not even two weeks ago. She won Rome last year, too. So, um, you know, wow. I mean, she just, as far as majors is concerned, she just don't have it yet. Um, yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't even know. Like, for a lot, of, a lot of players, you when they do well on the tour, but you see they don't do well at the slams, like, you can kind of see that it's like a head problem with them most of the time. Like, you see that they're, you know, putting too much pressure on themselves or they're, you know, they're overthinking things. Mm-hmm. But with Spitalina, like, when she loses... 
it doesn't it doesn't look like she's under a tremendous amount of pressure. It doesn't look it, you know it's not a she's not a visible head case, put it like that. It just seems like she's just getting outplayed every time she ends up losing at the slams. It just ends up playing terribly. Like she keeps having bad days over over the course of these two weeks. Like she can't she can't maintain that 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 form for seven matches over two weeks. It's yeah, different. I guess it's different for her over the course of one week when you know you're playing back to back matches. So that that momentum and that 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 routine is not really broken up by us, um, you know, day in between all of it. But I don't know. I mean, I would definitely say last year was a choke for her for sure. mentally. But I mean, you're right. Like it's usually just her at some point run up against somebody who can beat her ass and hit her off the court. Um, but she has that kind of game where if, you know, she gets the right player, that's it's, it's game over for her because she doesn't, uh, I don't know, she doesn't, I don't see her particularly taking the match into her own hands except for versus certain players. Right. Um, but all that being said, I really don't know what happened during her match because I didn't see it. And then uh, Roland Garros didn't post any highlights of it. So I really don't know what happened at all. Tennis Channel didn't really show it on TV either. So all I saw was match point. Nobody knows except the coaches and the five people who were watching the match. Um, We have Corinna Busta out to, I don't even know how to say that name. Is it Cecinato? Cecinato? Yeah, I don't know how to say it either. He's Italian, right? Yes. Yeah, no idea. And also, who is he? I don't know. I don't. That's why I don't know how to say his name because I've never seen it. Twenty-five years old. One career title, turned pro in twenty ten. Oh, he won a title this year on clay in Hungary. Okay, well, I guess now I understand why he's in the round of 16. He's got some good clay form going. Okay. I'm very surprised PCB lost, though. On my bracket, I actually had him in the final. Uh, <laughs> your brackets are struggling. <laughs> They're done. Finished. <laughs> um, you got Pui out to Hatchinov. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, that's another French player going down. I don't, I still like haven't seen Pui since he won that title in Marseille or whatever. Like, in he, February, he, has, so. he hasn't been playing too well, yeah, so I'm know. not very surprised that he yeah. lost. Uh, Angry White Pliskova getting demolished by the doper today. Oh my gosh, that was that was that was bad. I'm so glad I missed it. But also, I want to see highlights. <laughs> um, yeah, Fonini over Edmund in five. Edmund's been playing pretty well, so that's a good win for Fonini. Um, Kvitova out to Contivate. Contivate's been uh, killing people left and right yeah. this play season. Um, yeah, I picked her to win that match. Yeah. And then Simona all the way out on court 18, winning her match today. <laughs> they are so disrespectful doing that. That's your world number one. Just getting it done, though, because yeah. man, look. I mean, 
And I don't, I didn't, I didn't hear any complaints or anything. She just went out there and won in straights, took care right. of business. I mean, that's so disrespectful. Like world number one, two time finalists, including last year. They, I mean, they tried it, but I mean, it's it's a little funny, but also very disrespectful. <clears throat> and that leads us into our fourth round matchup. Should we do the men or the women first? Let's do the guys first. Guys first. Uh, you got Rafa versus Martyr. Um, like we we both said, we didn't know who Martyr was. He's 22. He's a lefty. Uh, and he's had wins over Verdasco in Melbourne this year. Schwartzman in Munich. Um, mm. Yeah, so a couple of good wins. But, you know, all that to say Rafa's going to win in straights. Cause, yep. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't be a problem. Um, you got Schwartzman versus Anderson. Anderson is actually two and zero in their head to head, but Anderson has also never been past the fourth round at the French Open. Three previous times he's been in the fourth round, he's never made it past. Um, but then, yeah. Also, this is Schwartzman's first fourth round appearance at Roland Garros, which is surprising because he's good on clay, but he's also really young. So. Um, yeah, so I really don't... I picked Anderson in straights. Um, yeah. Uh, I did a... I did polls today on Twitter for both draws, all the fourth round matchups. Uh, Twitter is picking Schwartzman. I think that's... I think that's just because it's a clay court. Yeah. And uh, Schwartzman hasn't dropped a set yet. Really? Anderson Anderson dropped a set in his second round and in his third round. Um Yeah, I I think I think a lot of this matchup will probably end up depending on the conditions. I think it's supposed to be like rainy early next week. I rebuke so. it. I rebuke it all. No rain. <clears throat> um Yeah, Chillich Fonini. Uh, Chilich is two and one in their head to head, but they haven't played since 2011. So I mean, throw oh, those yeah. throw those matches out. Um, I the, still give to Chilich though. Since then, Chilich has become a Slam champion, right. Slam finalist, right. number three. He, yeah, he's, he's doing pretty good for him. So the uh, the last Fonini win was in 2009. <laughs> um, Chilich has previously been to the fourth round at Rolling Girls four times and the quarterfinals once last year. Um, Fonini previously made the fourth round in 2011. Um, yeah, he won that fourth round 11-9 in the fifth and then withdrew from his quarterfinal versus Novak. Yeah, I remember uh, that. So I'm picking Chilich. And so is Twitter, and yeah, so am I. there you go. Um, you got John Maga versus Juan Martin Del Potro. Del Poe is six and four in their head to head, but Maga won the last two, including Miami this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yikes. Um, they never played on clay or at a major. Um, MAGA has been to the fourth round two times at Rolling Girls, which I didn't know. 
2014, he lost to Burdich. In 2016, he lost to Andy Murray. Um, Delpo, of course, has been to the fourth round two times. Um, both times he lost five set matches to Roger Federer, once in the semis and once in the quarters. Uh, I don't know about this matchup. I'm praying for Delpo to win. Mm. I really hope he wins. Yeah. Twitter oh says Delpo, 88%. So they're confident. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Goffin versus that Italian dude whose name we didn't know, Chechenato. I'm going with that. Um, Goffin is 1-0 in their head-to-head. It was a three-set win in Rome this year, actually. Okay. Um, They also played once in a qualifier match in 2014, (laughs) but also a win for Goffin. So I'm picking Goffin in straights. Yeah, David had to he had to fight past Monfils earlier, but he got Fucking it done. Gail, man, Ugh. I I root hard for Gail, but I do my best not to watch his matches because it's going to end in frustration almost every time. I was cheering for Gofarm, so you know that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, I was just basically cheering for one of them to get the fuck off the court though, because Serena was right after them. Um, let's see. We got Novak Verdasco. This one looks like danger because, you know, Verdasco on his day can literally hit anyone off the court. But um, Novak is 10-4 and four in their head-to-head. And the last Verdasco win was in 2010. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what to make of this match. Um, I guess Djokovic is playing better, I guess, a little bit. He but is. He still, he still looks a little bit like a head case. Um, I know he said at one point he said, you know he was saying he um, needed to like get that that motivation back like his motivation for tennis and I still don't think it's there like I don't think he really feels like he needs to be here like I think half the time he doesn't really want to be here but I don't think he's ready to walk away just yet so I think he's out there trying to trying to you know go with the motions and try to find that motivation again because it doesn't look like he's having the best time out there. I sort of disagree. Really? Yeah. I mean, I I watch quite a few of his matches. I'm I mean, I'm not a huge Novak fan, but I watch his matches a lot from a learning standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. He seems like he's playing all right. I mean, you know, he's got a long way to go to get back to the Novak that we're used to still. But um, I've seen him get fired up and rile the crowd up and yell and scream and he's breaking rackets and stuff. So, I mean, I feel like he's at least emotionally invested. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it still could be danger because we know Verdasco and his abilities. Um, I'm picking Novak. Yeah. I think so I said in four sets. Um, Twitter is also picking Novak. It's not a wide margin, though, 59%. Um, I people still skeptical about his form. Yeah, I mean, you really just don't know until he has some big wins or something like that to really announce himself again, which he, you know, he's had a pretty good draw thus far, so. Right. Um, got Team Nishikori. Nishikori is actually 2-0 in their head-to-head. Um, but and the he's wins, playing very well. 
He is playing very well. The wins for him were in Halle in 2015 and Rome 2016. Uh, I don't know. Uh, K has made at least the fourth round the four of the last five years here at Roland Garros. Um, quarterfinals in 2015 and 2017. And then, of course, TM has made the this, this semifinals the last two years. Um, I don't know. This will be a good match to watch. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm picking Nishikori to win it, though. You're picking Nishikori? I'm picking team I'm, in five. I'm picking Nishikori to win it because in five, see, if team goes five sets, then wow. I mean, he goes uh, five sets all the time. Yeah, but the, I think he's I think he's about to tire himself out in a second. His last two matches, both were four sets. And he, you know, did played all that tennis just a week ago. That's I true. think he's going to catch up to him. And I think Nishikori is the right person <clears throat> to, to, to knock him out once it starts. Well, you're all alone out on this Nishikori kick because uh, <laughs> Twitter is picking team by 76%. Damn. <laughs> but you might, I mean, you could be right. Or who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I'll be watching that one. Um, Zverev Hachinov. Zverev is 1-0 and in their head-to-head 2016 St. Petersburg. Um, we know how far he's come since then, but also Hachinov has come a long way since then. Um, this is Karen's second fourth round showing here at RG. Last year, he lost to Andy Murray. Um, and this is Sasha's first fourth round at Roland Garros. Um, Hachinov's clay losses in 2018. He lost to Rafa in Monte Carlo, Goffin in Barcelona, Leovich in Madrid, and then Kohlschreiber in Rome. And Zverev is playing very well on the dirt. Ah, so uh, yeah. Season. I'm I'm picking Zverev in straight sets, actually. I do not know. I really do not know. Hatchinoff is playing very well, and Zverev is looking shaky at times. But I think I think it should work in his favor eventually. But I'm not sure if it's going to be here. I think. If he if he can I think he might have to battle in this match, but like that. If he wins, I think it'll be four sets. Okay. He's gonna lose at least one, one set. But I think if he once he gets over the hump of the round of sixteen, once he gets into a quarterfinal, I think he'll be able to relax. I sure so. hope so, because it's it's time. Yeah. I know he's young, but still. Right. It feels like it's time because he's ranked so high and he's so consistent and right. he's doing so well in the masters and stuff like that. I I really always forget that he's still very young. Yeah. Um, Twitter is picking Hatchinov, 62%. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was surprised by that. A lot of people say that he has, he's had to go five sets his last two matches. Zverev. Unnecessarily, but yes. A lot of people see that, that the weight of the never been to a quarterfinal thing might be weighing on him. But he's fighting through it, though, so props to that. Hope he can keep it up. Let's see what we got. So so I say Nadal. Nadal. Mm, I really don't know. Schwartzman or Anderson? I picked Probably. Anderson. Yeah. I don't know. I think I might want to go for Schwartzman. Okay. But last time, 
I was expecting a Dow Schwartzman quarterfinal somewhere. I didn't get it. What was that? Was that was that Rome or Madrid or something? I feel like it was Madrid. Let me see. Chilich and hopefully Del Potro. That'll be cute. Ugh. And let me see. Gofan and Djokovic. Yeah, I think if Djokovic is going to lose before the semis, it'll probably be the go fine. I mean, if your boy ever had a better chance. Right. <laughs> and I'm going Nisha Corey and I really don't know, Hashtanov or Zverev. I'm going to pick Zverev. I'm going to just throw that, throw it out into the universe because I really want him to win. So yes. Nisha Corey, Zverev, quarterfinal. I'm here for it. These are good matchups on the men's side. These are good, good fourth round matches. They're all pretty watchable. I mean, there's some that I won't watch, but they're all pretty watchable. Right. Um, over to the ladies, we have Hollop and Mertens in a fourth round clash. Hollop is one and zero in their head to head. And that was just in Madrid this year in straight sets. So I'm picking her to win in straights again. Right. Um, uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to pick her too. Mertens was a Melbourne semifinalist, right? Okay. So I think, I don't know. Let's see. I'm pretty sure she made the semis in Australia. So she's riding a, riding a nice wave of major form, at least. Yeah, semifinals in Australia. Wow, how come I don't... Who did she lose to? She lost to... Oh, it had to be Woes because yeah, cause it couldn't have been Hollip. Yeah, because Hollip, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she lost to Wozniak in straight sets. I don't know why I don't remember that. Maybe I slept through it. But yeah, I think Hollow's got that. She's been in cruise control since she lost that first set to risk in round one. Yeah. Um, Twitter is picking Hollop, seventy-one percent. Yeah, I think every, I think everybody would be pretty surprised if she lost to Elise Mertens. Um, you know what? I don't think people would be surprised because it's Hollop. Well, you know that's right. That's true. But it just still shouldn't not happen to lose. But yeah. if she does, then you know. Yeah, that's true. There, there's Hollop being Hollop again. Sad. Um, you got Kerber Garcia. Kerber is four and two in their head-to-head, including a one-and-one route in Indian Wells this year. Oh damn! Yeah, Garcia. Her last one was in Wuhan last fall. Um, they only have one meeting on clay, which was Madrid 2014. Uh, Kerber. Defaulted the match at retired at three six zero two. So I don't know if that's much to go off of. Kerber has only been past the fourth round at Rolling Girls once, and it was in twenty twelve. She lost to Sister Sarah Irani in the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, two other fourth round losses to. Kuznetsova in 2013 
and Bouchard in 2014. So, uh, basically, she can lose to just about anybody on a clay court. Um, even still, I'm picking Kerber in three for this one. This was a tough one because, I mean, Garcia on home soil. She made the quarterfinals last year. She's playing well. I don't know. But I pick Kerber. I'm picking Garcia to win that one. She's she's I think she's playing well enough. She's at home. I think she's she's really getting comfortable. And I think she's determined to at least defend the points that she had last year, which was quarterfinal points. Mm-hmm. Kerber hasn't dropped a set though yet. So she better watch out, be on her toes. But I'm picking Garcia to win it. Twitter is picking Garcia. Fifty-seven percent. So that's kind of close. Mm-hmm. You have Muguruza Serenko. Serenko is twenty-nine years old. This is her first fourth-round appearance at Roland Garros. Um, they are one and one in their head-to-head. The Serenko win was in twenty fifteen, and then. Muguruza won in Wuhan last year. Uh, I'm picking Muguruza in straights for this one. Yeah, definitely. She's definitely she's been in cruise control for real, like and flying way under the radar. Nobody's even looking at her right, right. now. Right. I mean, she just won this title two years ago. She uh, was incredibly rude to Sam Stozer today. <laughs> um, 0-2, just mollywopped, poor old girl. Um, but that was a statement because that's a statement win. You beating Stozer like that on a clay court, even if she's not playing well in the best form, is still a statement. Um, right. So, yeah. I mean, she's playing well. And like you said, she's flying under the radar, which a lot of these girls, they like flying under the radar because they don't want all that attention. And we've yeah, seen. They can't handle it. Yeah, we've seen Muguruza fade when she's like, when all eyes are on her. So she's probably enjoying the fact that she's playing this well and nobody's really talking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you have the key matchup of the fourth round Serena versus the Doper. I did not want this to happen. Me either. But last, here we are. We have to deal with it because it's it's happening. Um, All I put for this, we already know the head-to-head is a billion to two. Uh, The two doper wins count on paper, but not in reality. They were way back in 2004, and Serena was at her best for neither of them. In fact, she had a abdominal strain for one of them so we really don't count nope um and the doper is not going to hit harder or serve better than Gurgis just did today so all in all i'm not that worried i'm i'm just nervous always for serena versus doper match just you know the usual nerves because you know we just don't want to deal with what the media is going to do if Doper were to win, um, and there's some people who going to get me for this later, but I'm actually picking Serena in three sets. Three? I'm, something, something in my spirit is saying three sets. I hope to God it's a two-in-one route in 45 <laughs> minutes. I hope so much. I'm praying for that. But just something in my spirit, and I'm trying to remove it. I'm trying to rebuke it. I'm trying to get it out. Is saying three sets. 
I really don't know. I, I don't know where I'm sitting with the score, but I'm feeling I'm feeling better about uh, Serena winning this match than I was prior to seeing her play today. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, Patrick was saying all that stuff about her body being sore, tired or whatever, for playing all these matches um, after having no, no match play. So I was a little, you know, a little nervous about how she would look against Gerges, but she she played very, very well today. Um, I guess Sharapova played okay today too, but when you look when you look at the stats, Sharapova's stats were not very clean. Pushkova just played a very, very bad match today. So um a lot a lot of that was due to, to Pushkova's terribleness today. But um I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be um it won't I don't think it'll be a uh I don't think Serena will run away with the match. Um, it'll probably be be kind of tight, but I'm pretty confident in Serena getting the win. Pliskova clearly did not want any parts of Serena Williams in the fourth round. Uh, that's the way it looks to me. It looks like she's running from these hands, honestly. Um, also, my my saying that this match is going to go three sets is dependent upon the fact that I also feel like Serena and Venus are going to go three in doubles tomorrow. I don't even know who they're playing, but something in my spirit is also saying three for that. If if I'm wrong and they win in two, then I feel like Serena is going to also win in two against the Doper. It's they're dependent. It's a, dependent upon the doubles and how they do tomorrow. I need that doubles match to be quick. I need Venus to start carrying the way she knows how to. Oh shit! We get Martinez Sanchez in doubles. <sighs> okay, I hope, are they going to show that? Because <laughs> I need to see that. We've been waiting for this for almost ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, I hope she hits her. I hope she hits I her hope really she, I hard. Hope she get her good. Oh, we've been waiting for this for so long. I mean, they played in they played in singles. I think in like 2012 or something like that. But that's not the same. Now you got Serena at the net with Venus serving, and that bitch is gonna be waiting up there for that shot. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I gotta make sure I I try to watch that tomorrow. I hope somebody's showing it. Um. Anyway, back to the draw. We have Streets of a Putin Saver. Streets of a snoozer. Is- Two and zero in their head to head. This is yeah. Um, <laughs> this is Streets of His first fourth round at Rolling Girls. Putin Seva previously made the quarterfinals in 2016 when she took a set off Serena. Um, I do not recall. Um, I blocked that from my memory somehow because I mean when I saw the score, like the the set point for. Putin save a pop back into my mind and I didn't want it there. And yeah, it's just, that was a mess. Um, it was a mess. Yeah. I missed that match. I think count it all bless. Um, Putin save the M three. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. I'll pick, I'll pick her to win it too. Twitter is picking streets of by a margin of 57% to 43%. Okay. Anyway, I think that's the one not many people are going to be watching. Um, Keys Buzarnescu. I guess that's how you say that. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to call it Dr. Booze. That's what I'm going to call it. Dr. Booze. <laughs> um, age 30. 
obtained her PhD in sports science, taking her out for almost two full years between 2013 and 2014. She returned from injury in 2017, ranked outside the top 500. Then she won two challenger events last June and then five more challenger events during the course of the 2017 season. So in just half a year, she won seven titles, 70 match wins in all on the ITF and challenger circuits last year. Um, she played her first main draw match at the U.S. Open last year. She lost to Caroline Wozniacki, but that was also a tournament in which she had to qualify. So she won three rounds of qualifying just to get there. So she was happy with that. Um, and then she had never won a main draw match at a major before this week. And now here she is in the fourth round with, with a pretty good chance to get into the quarterfinals. I mean, she's playing Madison Keys, and you never know what that girl going to bring out. I had never heard of this girl until this week. Same. And she is the number 31 seed. Like, it's absolutely mind-blowing when you're reading off all of that stuff. Like, how she she was really racking up points last year. Like, like for real. In a year, she went from, like, 500 to 31. She's seeded. That was the part that was most shocking to me. It's not just that she had made it into the fourth round, but that she was actually seeded. And I didn't even know it. She took out. She took out Svitolina. Just poor thing. Mm. Um, even so. still, I'm picking Keys in three. I, I mean, and it's just picking somebody because I have to. I mean, it, it could go either way. Who knows? Right. I'm picking Keys too, based uh, on experience, which sounds weird because this Buzarnescu chick is 30 years old. Yeah. Twitter is picking keys, 52% to 48%. So that's pretty close to nobody knows. If keys makes this quarterfinal, she'll have been to the quarters of all the majors. Well, that's cute. And considering she wasn't like uh, one of the top picks coming in, that's, I mean, it's a good result. Right. Um, you got Stevens Contivate. Um,. Sloan has never been past the fourth round at RG. She lost to Stozer in 2012, The Doper in 2013, Hollop in 2014, and then Serena in 2015. So those are not, <laughs> those are pretty good losses, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> fourth round <laughs> matches. Um, she's lost to some names. But uh, at the same time, you know, you have to take into account that she's never made it past the fourth round at RG. Um, Contivate, on the other hand, semifinals in Stuttgart this year, fourth round in Madrid. Semifinals in Rome. Uh, this is her first fourth round at Roland Garros, but she's been beating a lot of the girls this year. So, um, yeah. I, I wrote down, bitch, I don't know. Yeah, I think um, I think I'll give the slight edge here to Contivate because she's been, play- she's been playing really well, especially on the clay. And um, uh, Sloan has proven that the fourth round here here is her trouble round. You know, she's been to the fourth round, I think, every year here since 2012. Right? Yeah, except for 2016, she went on, like, the third round. Okay. Yeah, see. Yeah, she, she usually plays pretty well here, but, and I, you know what? I don't know. I think Sloan's playing with a, a new kind of confidence, being a slam champion and everything. Yeah, I'm going, but, I'm going Sloan in straight sets, actually. I'm going to... 
Twitter picked Cultivate 85%. So y'all pretty confident that Sloan about to leave and, uh, you know, fly to wherever she goes after she loses in Mel. And she had Paris. a battle past Georgie today. That was, she, I think Georgie served for the match today twice. And Sloan still came out 8 6 in the third there. That's some good fight on her. I am legit surprised every time I see Camilla Georgie's name because I don't like her and I um, intentionally don't watch any of her matches and I really have not seen her play since the first round in Melbourne 2016. Um, and that was because she oh, was playing yeah, Serena. Yeah, she was playing Serena, so I had to watch. Other than that, I do not watch her. I do not root for her. I don't know who she is. Um, yeah. It, it blows my mind how hard she can hit the ball. Unnecessarily. Like, yeah, just for no every reason. Every single ball. Even, yeah. even her volleys are hard. Like, hitting sliced volleys at, like, 100 miles per hour. It's insane. Yeah, I don't know. She's kind of like, oh, now I'm going to have to wait until the next episode. Can't remember that girl's name. Um, (laughs) Okay, so this is how I remember. She took Serena to three sets in Sydney, 2010. And then after she lost the match, she said that Serena wasn't that good. And then she won Madrid that same year, beating Venus in the final. Her name. Oh, 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 is... Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, that's who Georgia reminds me of. She's just hitting every ball as hard as she possibly can. I forgot all about and her. What happened to her? Talking shit about people, even though you're losing. That's what. That's what they do. Uh, I looked her up. I thought that she had some sort of illness or something. That I read that a few years ago, but I looked her up and. She's just a flop. They're well. Um, then you have Wozniacki Katsakina. Um, Daria is actually up two to one in their head to head. Both wins this year in straight sets. Um, Wozniacki's two previous quarterfinals at Roland Garros. She lost, um, but of course that means that she's at least made it past the fourth round, which is where we are now. Those quarterfinal losses were to Schiavone in 2010. Yes, Schiavone <laughs> on the way to the title. And 2017, Ospenko. So she, both times she lost to the, the person. Show? Yeah, the, vers- the person's going to win. Um, this is Katsakina's first fourth round appearance at Roland Garros. Uh, in spite of that, I am picking her to win in straights over Caroline Wozniacki. I am picking Wozniacki to win simply because, because I guess because I, I don't because Akina's game is, I mean I guess it's okay, and I guess she, you know she can play she can play pretty well here and there, but she she's never been to a slam quarter before, and I don't know I think the occasion might I think the occasion might get to her. And Wozniacki has been rolling like a freight train. So, 
I think I think she might she might solve this this Kasakana puzzle and make her make her way to the the quarterfinals. Well, you're alone on this one. Twitter is picking Kasakana, sixty percent. Well, Zayaki got this new confidence, man. She won. She won us. She finally won a slam, so she's here like free as a bird. I gotta cut her some slack. I think she might do it. I mean, fourth round is good for her. I think that's still second week. Barely. She's not winning this tournament, so. Jesus Christ! Could you imagine if she won the first two slams? Halfway to the the grand slam. That would, that be, would be ridiculous. Actually, that would be absolutely insane. Even if she did do it, there's no way she's winning Wimbledon. But, oh no, no, that's a um, still. We just got to make sure that Venus and Serena are opposite sides of the draw at Wimbledon. That's all we need this year. We don't. Oh my God. Nothing else is acceptable. They need. I mean, you know, and Mary Carrillo was talking. Mary Carrillo and all her horrible, horrible, horrible commentating today was saying that she did not believe that Wimbledon was going to seed Serena because they did not see the doper last year. And it's like, yeah, she was, she said, what she, what she said was, uh, cause John McEnroe was, he was saying like Wimbledon is definitely going to seed her. Right. And she was like, he was like, don't you like, don't you think like they would seed her? And she's like, well, I don't know because, um, the French open and Wimbledon, they, they didn't give Sharapova a wild card last year. John just stopped it. He was like, it's not the same thing. It's like, like not even close. I don't like, know what, what the fuck. Like he just he didn't say anything else after that. Like he just had to clamp his tongue on that one and just just let her let her talk because it didn't make no fucking sense. It's horrible. I yeah, I don't know, but I would be surprised if they don't give Serena a top ten seed or even a top five seed at Wimbledon. Wimbledon. I mean, all the all the slams have the the power to do that and move right. somebody up if they want to, but just none of them really do it except Wimbledon. But I would be shocked if, unless, unless Serena wins this title. Because if she wins this title, she'll be back up to like 21 in the world or some craziness like that. And yeah. then they won't have to see her because she'll be seated. <laughs> but I think they'll still change it anyway because... They might... As a if she's a low seed, then she'll play a top seed in like round three. Yeah, that's true. I think they um I think they'd still switch it around because in I think in two thousand in two thousand eleven when she came back, I think she would have been like seated like twenty five or some shit like that, and they moved her up to number seven. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So I could see that. Brad Gilbert said they need to seat her number one. <laughs> I mean that they did that in twenty in in two thousand four. She was seated yeah, one. Yeah, two thousand four. Yep. Yeah, and she was like ranked like seven or eight or some something, something like that, and they ranked they seated her number one. I mean, I don't think anybody except you know the haters who have eggs as their abbies on Twitter would have a problem with the slam seating Serena number one because right. I mean we all know she is. So especially I don't especially all the especially all the other top ten girls like yeah they keep her away from me as long as possible exactly like, they wanted her seated here because they didn't want to have to play her early, and right. now look at what's happening to this draw. We already took yep. the number eleven out. Yep, yep, yep. Took number seventeen out too. Oh damn, that's right. Yep, Barty was seated as well. Barty played us. Girl, thank you so much. Sis played us right <laughs> in the form. Right in the form. <laughs> we, we appreciate it so much. 
Yo. Forever grateful. And then she had all those nice things to say afterwards. I stand, honestly. Yeah, shout out to her. I said some mean things during that match, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God, I felt so bad. You know, I actually, I missed the entire first set. I picked up at, it was like 3-6, 1-2 or something like that. Like, Serena had just broken back in a second. That's where I picked up. So, honestly, like, thanks to me, too, because, I mean, look at what she did from the point I joined the match. <laughs> right, right, right. That, that, first set, that first set was absolutely dreadful. Like, she played so terribly. I'm so glad I didn't see it. I was at work. I'm so glad. It was horrible. But, you know, she got it together. She started, when she hit that, that backhand return winner, and she let out that big scream, I was in here hollering, too. It was a wrap after that. Oof. Well, that's all I got. I mean, I'm not doing any power rankings or anything because it's the middle of the event. Yeah, middle of the tournament. Um, so, what we got? Let me say. So, uh, Halep, I say Halep Garcia quarterfinal. Uh, Muguruza Serena. Jesus on the cross. Let me get oh my, my God. Let me Oof. go ahead and get my voodoo dolls out now. I can't. That's going to be something else. And uh, Poots versus Keys. Poots. <laughs> and um, I might. I, I think I'm still. I'm think I'm still give it to Contavite. Contavite versus Wozniacki. Yeah, if I have it my way, Serena will be the only unseated player in the quarters. No poops too. Um. Oh, also, like yuck at this bottom half. Um. This is yeah. not fair. <laughs> Tell me, what was the Yankee like in all in you know? If you were just like looking at it, just looking at it. What was the Yankee should make the final? Honestly, she really should. Because she can beat all of these girls. We'll see, though. Um, yeah, Patrick McEnroe yeah. picked Sloan to win the title. Which automatically means she's not winning it. Yeah, she's about to lose. We'll see, though. I'm interested. Intrigued. Round of 16 should be fun. I hope. They're all, they're all pretty good matchups. Oof. Do... Who plays tomorrow? Tomorrow? I have no idea. Let's see. Oh, girls. I'm like, the top half can't play again. That's... But yeah, the bottom half is tomorrow. Oh, so the bottom, bottom half is tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Keys and Boozar Nescu yeah. are up first. And then Team Nishikori. Damn. Contivate Sloan. Djokovic Verdasco. It's lit. Longland is fine, I guess, until you know the, the second match on. 
might want to take a break. Yeah, that's the that's the snoozer right Don't there. Go back to sleep. Um, I mean, I know you're gonna be watching Gun Fan. I'm gonna sleep through that one too. How old is uh, Kazakina? How old is she? Oh, that's some bullshit. Venus and Serena are last on court one tomorrow. They tried it. Nah, fuck that. Well, there's only three matches on, and they're all doubles, so it really shouldn't take that long. Four. Well, one one match has to finish. Oh, JK. Yeah. So, yeah, that one has to finish. They better blow through these. It's, they're girl, they're all still doubles, though, late. so it, shouldn't, it still shouldn't be that bad. Arabella Mahu are in the event? What am I doing? I said they weren't. They haven't been playing all year, and they're like seated six. <laughs> Yo. Well, I don't know because I watch a <laughs> lot of old doubles matches on tennis TV, and I hadn't seen nine one from them all year. So I just thought that they weren't playing. Look I don't at pay that. attention to men's doubles outside the brain, so. And that's I the one team I don't watch. I love Air Bear Mahu. I like uh, Jamie Murray and anybody. Um, yeah, some of those double teams. I like, uh, oh, dang it. Um, I can't remember his name. Who did? No, never mind. I think it's Ramos Vanolas, but I I don't know, and I'm so wrong about stuff these days. I'm just not even gonna say. But yeah, hopefully it it won't be that late because those are all doubles matches. So doubles usually goes pretty quickly. Oh no! Even still, they tried it because it shouldn't have been the last one. They could have put. Uh, I don't know anybody else in the last one. It's rude. Well, at least it's not court eighteen. <laughs> they know better. Court eighteen would be packed like shit. Straight up. Well, I guess that's it. I don't know. You got anything else? Nah. Uh, Pliskova lost semifinal points. I don't think I mentioned that. Oh but, yeah. Yeah, I don't think she. I don't think she takes too hard of a hit down the rankings. But uh, yeah. You know, that was. I think that was the most surprising loss. Well, you know what? I don't know. She lost to Sharapova. It's not, I don't think the loss is surprising. Yeah, it's, yeah. feel like that, because she played terribly. Oh, well. Um, So I guess that's all. Uh, Make sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes. Um, Follow us on our social media. Uh, We're on YouTube. We're on soundcloud we're on twitter at hold your ponytails my personal account is at hey Seti baby i'm at i am nails um 
Yeah, and just hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking um, as we get into the second week at Roland Garros. And uh, we'll try to bring y'all another show after this is all done and going into my favorite part of the year, uh, the summer grass season. Let's go. Yes. So um, until next time, we'll see y'all later. Peace.